Okay, cool. Hi, Anne. Hello. It looks like it's recording. It is. Alright. You can really tell that we're professionals at this. So I'm Lexi. I'm Anne. We don't have a name yet. But my we'll... name's Anne. <laughs> and that, that that does matter. Yes. We can just call it the Lexi and Anne show. I feel like that's lame. Too it many is. people already name their shows after themselves. Right. This is Anne. And this is Lexi. And this is the, the Wanton, Wanton Whiskey Podcast. Where we look for absolution in the bottom of a bottle. We talk to about make the... money? Yes. First and foremost. But also, you know... To enrich people because we're so great. Yes, that. That's okay. important. <laughs> I like that one. Should we put that one first and then like put a silent top goal as make money so people don't feel like we're exploiting them? I think that they could, they can be concurrent. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Let's enrich the lives of the the dweebs and the dweebettes. Yes. And the non-binary eebs. Yes. Eebs with a Z. Yes. Because it's inclusive. Zs make things, Zs and Xs make things inclusive. Yes, even though there are not Xs in a lot of languages, but yes. I oh, hope I'm everyone sorry. can hear you. I'm going to move the mic. I knew this was going to happen. I knew I was going to have to put the mic all the way where Anne is. Just so that like her hot takes, oh, which are like mostly I'm silent. I'm on the ASMR channel now. Oh, you know that you, as an Asian woman, could make a lot of money eating crab legs. I don't like crab legs. <laughs> you, like, you like money. Oh, that's true. I guess I would eat crab legs for money. Okay, okay. And lobster? I don't like lobster. Okay. Lobster is a sea insect. Yeah. It's gross. There was it's an article tasteless. that said that lobster is the cockroach of the sea. Stop mm-hmm. ma- forcing people to eat it and saying that it's great. It used to be for poor people, but then the rich people took it and were like, this is ours now. And then the prices are raised. Hmm. Interesting. I feel like they did that with like all Southern food too. Like what? So, you know how southern restaurants, mm-hmm. like, like, well, upscale southern restaurants have, like, fried chicken that's, like, $30. Oh, for fried chicken? You gotta, you, oh, so this place, and uh, what's it called? Something, something pickle in New you York. You have to get the whole chicken at that point. I think you get four pieces, which fuck? is almost a whole chicken. I don't think they give you a thigh, a thigh, a breast, a breast, but it's something pickle. Four pieces? Mm-hmm. Like big pieces? You New York pieces. New York pieces vary. They do, exactly. So, like, it's whatever they bring out to you. What is it called? Okay. Is it called the sour pickle or fried pickles? I've never had fried pickles. Me neither. I had fried Oreos. They were gross. Really? A deep fried Oreo was nasty. Yes, it was nasty. Like, the breading just doesn't go with the Oreo. Okay, that's fair. But also their breading was bland. Jacob's Pickles. Okay, so it's great. The restaurant is so, so good. You have to stand outside forever. That sounds like New York. Yes. It it, it, it was definitely 
that and I didn't I think I had breakfast but I saw the fried chicken and I was like that's expensive I prob no okay so a Caesar salad was eighteen dollars and where's or the, some lettuce the fried chicken sandwich was seventeen I'm trying to find a coop bakery the coop platter oh see I was wrong it was seventeen dollars I was completely overstating for that. chicken mm-hmm the coop oh, okay. platter for oh no that's just a breakfast that's eggs why can't i see the picture of that 17 dollars for eggs well it's chicken and eggs i'm sorry they had a beer menu too anyways our goal with this podcast is to meander about the topics that come into our head but mostly i feel like anime food alcohol will be at the tops of those lists. Yes. Because that's the only thing that meanders into my head. And that's valid. And games. Yeah. That's I think we should do a Twitch for um, Super Smash. Are we going to be Twitch dreamers? I can't tell if that's excitement or apprehension. I feel like it's excitement. I mean, Twitch dreamers make money. They do. So they do. Exciting. I kind of want to meet Cleo Thomas. So you remember the guy from Holes? Uh, I read the book. I didn't. Of course, I you only read the sort book. of watched the movie. <laughs> of course, I like half Every watched time. the movie, but I read the book. Everything, every single thing that I bring up, I read the book. And me being the movie <laughs> head that I am, and I'm like, that's great, but the cinematic creation, that's no. Okay, he dug a lot of holes. He did. So the guy who was zero. The guy who played Zero, he's a Twitch streamer now. Is that the hole digger? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I, it's been a while since I read this book, so. <laughs> okay. Well. Okay, so hole digger boy. The hole, the hole digger man. Yeah, okay. Digger, he's, he's now a grown, grown man. Okay. With, like, really nice ears and everything. And I have a thing for ears. But he's still the same bushy-haired guy. And I'm like... I just want to be on a live stream with him and not say anything. I don't. I have no. I have no plans to talk to him. I'm just gonna be like, oh fuck, it's Cleo Thomas. That will be fun. What does he play? He plays. He plays everything. He plays okay. Smash. I know. He like competitively. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Oh no, we don't want to do that. We just want to like stream. Oh. We should do cosplay just to like really hone in on the fact that we're two women. That can make money off of dorks. Cosplay sounds scary. Cosplay sounds expensive, and there's more is, money going in than coming out. Oh, is this a finance podcast? Well, we would talk about actually making money rather than the theory of making money. Oh, that's and I true. think that changes I don't like theory. Theory is boring, which theory is why is I'm not a film major. That makes sense. Actual film. You're like a practical humanities major. Yeah, that is lovely. Thank you. Oh my, that makes me so happy. I li- I'm a practical humanities major. I want to make films. On a is Deanna gonna level. listen to this? Hey, Deanna. <laughs> we oh, love no. you. I called her a non-practical. She knows. That's true. She she, she definitely know. she's not gonna like hearing it. No. But, you know, Deanna, our friend who also has a podcast, shout out to Tumblr Girls, growing up, she's a film major, and she's so lovely and smart, 
Yeah, and we the, love film majors. Yeah. <laughs> we love the two film majors we know. Oh, you're right, you're right. Any grown man who says that their favorite movie is 2001 Odyssey is a bitch. And a faker and a liar who thinks that theory dictates movies, but emotions dictate movies. You can't tell me that 2001 Odyssey is a feel-good, enjoy-them, I-have-an-emotional-response movie. It's boring. I never watched it. Me either. Because it's boring. Someone's going to be like, I can't believe you didn't watch it and you're talking about it. Because it's boring. (laughs) That's why. I didn't watch it because it's shit and it's boring. And I don't care who the director is. Suck my ass. Who's the director? Eh. Okay. No clue whatsoever. We wanted to talk about uh, the scandal. Oh yes, the new scandal. The the, the, the renewed scandal. scandal. Yes. The old new scandal. So Lori Laughlin's daughter did an interview. Her name is Olivia Jade. Why is her mom named Lori Laughlin and her name Olivia Jade? Not in my business. I don't know why I'm asking. Is her dad's last name? Her la- her dad's last name is Gianuli. Gianuli. Gian- is J just like a stage name? A I don't know. I don't follow. Name? Whatever that is. I've never been interested. I, I, I didn't watch Full House to begin with. Me neither. And anyway, I don't even know what it's about. It's a big, it's a house full of people. Isn't that the same thing as Big Brother or something? Well, no, Big Brother's a, a, a reality show. And Full House is not? Mm-mm. Full, uh, Full House was scripted. Oh. <laughs> they sound the same. They have the same kind of people. Yeah, white people. Yeah. Uh, and cameras. And a house. Hey, you know what? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I've never watched Big Brother. I feel like Big Brother has a house. I think They're like so. a bunch of people that live in a house, right? And then yeah. they do like And they vote people off. It's like yeah. Survivor, but in a house. It's like rich people survivor. As an introvert, could you do any reality show ever? Like could you think of any reality show that you could do? Or like game shows reality shows? They I would do count. a game show. Yeah. But I wouldn't do like a uh like a survivor type reality show or like Yeah. I feel like like the mm. ones where I have to commit like more than a week of my time no <laughs> like a game show you're in you're out it would be a done. physical game show would you do like a game show where you like wipe out yeah I would do that really yeah okay I mean ten thousand. I like the idea of American Ninja Warrior but I, I don't have the training <laughs> for it me neither I would want to be able to practice on the thing on yeah. like the course I think that would be fun. I just like the idea of the salmon ladder because I watched um Arrow. Yes, Arrow and <laughs> Oliver Queen and the shirtless scene. And ever since then I was like, well, yeah. that's when cool. they stopped cutting the shirtless scene, that's when they lost half of yeah. their viewership. Women were like, he's not on the He's not shirtless? No yeah. watching. Why would I come here for this? The yeah. bad acting? No objectification. We are out. Yeah. Why do you act like women don't want to see abs? Dripping wet and sweat. So, do you believe anything that what's her name, Olivia Jade? The fake said? Victoria Justice. The yeah, she does look like Victoria Justice. She looks so much like her. Like I was watching the interview, and I was like, 
Do I hate Victoria Justice's face now? Oh, no. Like, because her face was, like, kind of annoying because I felt like what she was saying didn't really... really... She didn't really mean it, obviously. Or maybe she believed that she did, but, Mm -hmm. like, she... She just can't actually mean it. Like, when she said, oh, I went downtown to the Watts area, and then I worked with, like, (laughs) underprivileged kids, and now I feel like my life perspective has changed, and I was like, oh, God. She's, she's like a, a white missionary now. Yeah. I, it would not surprise me if she adopts a black baby in the oh. next five years. And the thing is, and this is another PSA, stop adopting children that you cannot emotionally protect. End quote. Just, not even end quote, stop it. Just stop it. Emotionally, you cannot help these children because they are all going to have an identity crisis because you, a person who does not look like them, adopted them. I think it's not just that. I think it's just... And you think of them as charity. Your child is not charity. They're not adopting them because they want a kid, but they want like a... Oh, I'm so cool because I adopted someone. And not only did I adopt someone, I adopted a black child. Yeah, and they do that with Asian babies too. Oh, they do. They do. They and like oh, I, I rescued her from China where they killed the babies. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So either you you take a starving baby and steal them because you're not act like there's a lot of laws around actually adopting yeah. African children, and then there's also. rescuing women from China. I, I, I don't know anything about that. What? Like the like the one baby rule. Oh yeah, the one child policy so yeah. the girls get killed because like having a son's better or whatever. Yeah. Um, They're actually having an imbalance now. Yeah, which is funny. Not funny, haha, but funny. Yeah, I think that describes it well. I know that, like, being in the public eye really skews, like, what it is that, like, the one's perception of the world. But you couldn't possibly believe that any school as big as USC needed $500,000 for anything other than a space for you to sit that somebody else couldn't sit. Like... The whole privilege conversation and not realizing, like I have, it's hard for me to believe that it's not willful, like the ignorance. After a certain point, it just is like, it's not believable to me. Like I get that her growing up in that situation had a lot to do with why she's ignorant, but like, um grandma said she also has access to the news and like USC is a pretty liberal college so I'm sure like I don't know if she actually attended class there would be some discussion about privilege you said if she actually attended class well she said that she didn't want to yeah she just wanted to go to like the football games and everything which 
I get it. There are people who just want to go to college for the experience. And what I wasn't expecting was her saying that she did, like, she worked hard in high school. I wasn't expecting her to say that she worked hard in high school. But everybody works hard in high school. (laughs) That's just true. Everybody who goes to college can say that they worked hard in high school pretty much. The majority, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it baffles me. And the thing is, I think the other thing that gets me is she's monopolizing on this op- like this opportunity. Because the whole entire... She's not the only one who did it. Her family's not the only ones who were involved in like this college scandal. So many mm-hmm. people were indicted. And it's not like people are going to stop bribing schools to get them in. Of course not. They but need she, to build more libraries. There's so many libraries to be built because... Mm-hmm. God knows that there are enough books to fill them. It's true. But, like, she's the one who's coming out talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I just want people to know me. It felt like a YouTube apology, but on Red Table Talk. Right. I, the reason I didn't like it, because I felt like it was, it was like she was trying to get back into the public eye, not like, an apology to get her back into the good graces of the public and like reinvent her career or whatever. Exactly. That's what it felt like to me too. I didn't I didn't feel like there was any actual contrition. Like her YouTube video, her YouTube page might start back up within the next month. That's what I think is going to happen mm. and she's going to be like, "Yes, I'm partnering with Gucci and we're going to donate a thousand colognes." To the Boys and Girls Club of... I just... I feel so the honored... The only thing that, that will was... change is that she'll have, like, a hashtag of Black Lives Matter in her YouTube description section. You know... You not... Okay. So, the Black Lives Matter hashtag isn't supposed to be used unless you're actually talking about Black Lives Matter stuff because you just... You ruin the algorithm. Because mm-hmm. everyone's like, Oh, look, I like this picture of this recipe and now i'm seeing more recipe stuff when i'm searching and when you search black lives matter recipes and all these other kinds of things show up so it's like you don't care about black lives matter you care about getting your post to the top of the algorithm and it's just it's really in disingenuous i'm sorry joke go 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 we're here for it we're here for it come on I just imagine, like, a white girl being like, oh, I'm making some fried chicken. <gasps> like, hashtag Black Lives Matter. Bitch, if you don't get your unseasoned, <laughs> no like, drip. Oh, I put paprika in this time. This time? <laughs> Ma'am. Send her to hell. Send her straight to hell. Like, what do recipes have to do with it? But there was that. Oh, that's our consensus on the college scandal, I think. Yeah. And everyone else involved. I think the only redeeming part of the interview was everyone else's faces. (laughs) (laughs) She kept talking. And they're just like, right. Mm. Right. Mm." Yeah. Right. I see. I see. I see. Because you didn't know. It was your ignorance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was. Uh, And she just kept she also just kept saying, oh, I'm sorry, but also, 
it was just because I grew up that way, so I couldn't help. Yeah. Like, that, there was a lot of that. There was like, a, there was of, a bit sorry, too but, much yeah. of saying, oh, it's not really my fault because that's how I grew up, which, like... We eh, get that. Yeah. We get that. It, but, no, it's your fault. It's your fault. You're in the year 2020, and people are quite... Also, her mom died. only got three months. Her mom only got three months. Her dad is going to get five months. They have two fines that are both under a... They're both under $500,000. So. (laughs) The fine kills me. Like. (laughs) Okay. Everyone uses this woman. And I apologize for the way that I'm about to use it. So a woman lied on her address to get her kids into a better preschool. She got multiple years in prison. Mm. Oh, like to change the school district? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I heard about this. Multiple years. Yeah, that's... And we're talking about what... What is it, like, um... I don't even know what the charge is for that. Like, lying about your address versus bribery. For preschool, mind you. Mm. Not college, preschool. Preschool. Yeah. So, it just, it don't make the sense that it's supposed to, and it'd be bothering me. Heavy sigh. Anyways. Yes. And the thing, she doesn't need to go to college, that's the other thing. Are the schools being sued as well? I don't know. I don't think so, because everything went down to the college counselor, I think. Um, Uh, So, like, the school just, like, didn't question (laughs) when they got a million dollar donation or whatever. It's, like, unrelated. (laughs) No, they put it in the endowment and said, what? Oh. I no, we didn't know anything about that. It's I'm just so a sorry. nice check to build a new library. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually we were Did my daughter sports. submit an application at the same time? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, their fine was one hundred and fifty thousand and two hundred and fifty thousand. So it doesn't even cover fifty thousand. That's like a fourth of a kid. Yeah. And where does that money even go? Does that money go to somebody else's graduation fund? Their tuition? You know, that's what they should have paid for the graduating class. That's what it should have been. Bet you won't do it again. Because I have no doubt that anybody, like a cousin, would be like, hey, Auntie Lori. I know that you did three months, but, and it won't even be $500,000, I promise, I promise, I promise. I just, I just, I just, I really, really want to go to NYU. And they were saying that they need some more computers for the liberal arts division. And they just, they just need like, like, like 20, like, like 20 computers. And it's not even a check. You just, you just like, you drop it off. Yeah, you buy the computers. Of course, Chad. Of course, Chad. Whatever you need, I know that you really want to get your education. You don't want the stain of our reputation following you. It's so difficult. Do you remember 
when um, I think one of the deans or the financial aid officers at Columbia got arrested because she was splitting. She was kind of running a scam with some students. Um, like she would give them more financial aid. Oh, they would get checks. Yeah. And then, like, she would get a portion of that. I did hear about that. Tell me why my first thought was, how come she wasn't my advisor? <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> ma'am. And the the thing is, the thing that gets me is that there's enough money in financial aid for her to do that. Mm. <laughs> and it took them how long to notice? So it wasn't like she was dipping into the bottom line. She was like, no, they're hungry. No, I think it turned out to be like a million or so. Their endowment is in the billions. Right. The, the bottom line was not touched. Like, Oh my gosh. They spend that much on sex scandals. Mm. Not even per person, I believe. Like the sex scandals at Columbia. Do you remember the GS guy who got fired because... Was he a doctor? He had a doctorate. Um, okay, so we're talking about different sex scandals then. Yes, there's several. Yeah. Several. Oh, for context, we attend Columbia University. Mm. It was a great decision on our part. No mm. sarcasm. Tuition is being increased by 10%, even though we are online. It is? Yep. Wait for GS? Everyone. I thought... I thought Bollinger was like, oh, I thought there was a 2% increase, but then Bollinger was like, oh, we're so generous. We're going to keep it the same as last year. Next semester is 10%. Oh. Let's talk about that bullshit. I am getting a mm. Troy University education online at Columbia University. I live in Georgia. The school is in New York City, which is unaccessible at this point by me because I have no place to live. And I'm not doing a two-week quarantine in a hotel because that's an explosive amount of money. And you want to increase tuition, which is already my left nut. See, I did not read that email. You must protect yourself. And they're going to try to do a tuition strike, but we know how that's going to go. Of course, I'm participating because I'd love for it to go. It's going to go like the grad union. Oh, those poor babies. Those poor babies. They deserve so much better. You can't live in Brooklyn and be paid that much by Columbia mm. University. Do you know how early they have to wake up to make it to campus? In the snow. Oh, I can't whisper. They couldn't hear me. But yeah, 10%. Where's that 10%. money going? They have it so, because they own all the land. They don't own all the land. They own the majority of the land in New York. So if you are like second to the Catholic Church, I believe, which is disturbing because you know what Columbia wants to be the Catholic Church. They have their finger in everything, but we don't see it. So if you oh work gosh, at Columbia, that explains the sex scandals. They're just copying <gasps> them. Ew. Have you ever seen the Da Vinci Code? Did you read the book? I read oh the my book. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one who should be ashamed because I've obviously not read any of these books. My point being, there's always some weird freaky dude who's into too much and then he gets caught and then everybody has to die around him. It's just like, we have to clean it up. 
I do not remember that part of the Jinchiku. It's been a while since I read the book, too. Wasn't the albino guy? No. He's got right. albino eyes? Yeah, the Jinchiku, the guy who, like, hits himself? I don't remember. You read too much, obviously. Your brain is too filled. I don't remember my original point. But Columbia College, um, bad. Yes. <laughs> Should have been a pilot in the Air Force. It's not too late. Might be kind of late to enlist during Corona, but... Why would I want to enlist during Corona when I've spent the last three years trying to get an education? Oh my gosh. And when I try to think about the dumbness of my decisions, I get really upset. Anyways, promised Neverland and disrespectful. Yes. I told you it was sad. You said it was sad. That was that that okay, entire like, I thing just was start... distressing. It was not sad. It I was forgot distressing. the disturbing part. I it was distressing. I was, was not sad. I was distressed. It was like a distressing. There were more moments when I wanted to scream than cry. And I was just like, why? And then Norman. Yeah. I feel like he'll come back in season two. I don't know. I think he's dead, dead. I'm sorry. When there isn't blood on the floor, I question every anime. She contemplated pushing that girl off. Yeah. Yeah. Ray. I, Ray. Somewhere deep inside Ray is a murderer because he said six years eyes wide pupils dilated he said six years i've planned your escape and you're gonna die mm. he wanted to say the n-word so bad he was mm. like negro no my whole plan revolves around you living i'm gonna kill you myself he was so upset and i feel for ray his whole six years he had planned to just go in flames. I don't get that. No, I'm wrong. I do get that. I understand his rage at the core of it because yeah. he realizes who is the cause of all of his pain. Mm -hmm. I don't think in the next season he's going to be a good guy. I think he's going to start murdering adults. And I won't blame him. Yeah, I think the only reason that he didn't was because it would like set off an alarm or something. But I feel like he definitely could. Mm. He'll zap them with his taser and the chest. Yeah. He'd be like, this is for all the mommy issues. And then he'd stab her. The whole fetal fetal amnesia thing was really interesting. It's just like, you just want the baby to survive. It's the, like the cute guy who everyone loves, but he's also 11. So it worked so hard to make you care for him. And then he was like, I will kill you to save you to Norman and Norman was like I know which is why I'm not gonna let you and that was the way Norman, Norman just said, is a little bitch but I respect him oh full respect but I also wanted to punch him yeah he's like you lied to me he was like yeah I'm sorry I was like bitch that's not how you end that <laughs> sentence fight me now fight me yeah uh 
so, so sad. The way they like slowly revealed everything about Ray was was pretty good. Like, because first it they were like, oh, definitely good. He's yeah. the traitor. But then he started laughing. <laughs> he said, yes, it took you a while. I'm surprised. Yeah, Ray makes that show. Yeah. Especially towards the end. Because at first I was like, this little shit. And then he kept being right about things. He was like, you know, mm-hmm. you can't bring the babies. I was like, obviously, she doesn't want to bring the babies. No, she didn't want to bring the babies. You don't have milk. What do you... But okay. And You can bring them with you and like leave them behind when you have to run. You know, it's like a sacrifice. To like distract them. Interesting analysis. You're I feel like Ray wrong. would do that. You, you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. He will <laughs> leave baby breadcrumbs. You need black villains. Right. There's like this. Let's not demonize them, but let's make them look stupid ideas. Wildly crazy. It would have been better, but to make her the character that's insane, right. huge, fast, with like a Joker smile, and then kill her. It's just it's so sad. Not even sad. It's upsetting. But the show was so good. It was a really good show. It was. I'm glad it wasn't as long as um. Uh, what's the Korean drama that you? Crash landing on you. Yeah, I'm glad it wasn't as long as no. that because. That kind of torture would have been off. Like <laughs> the way that I yelled at you during crash landing on you, like I cannot believe you made us watch this. Oh, when she was like in the hospital, yeah. you were like, "Oh my god, is she gonna die?" And then everyone turned to me, like, "Did you make us watch this just so that she would die?" Yes, the entire house turned on you. Yes, it was a great moment. I like you felt like you looked really proud. You were like. <laughs> <laughs> I have uprooted this family. It's like, why is she the smugness? But it was okay. It worked out in them. Yes, it did. But the I can't torturous say the pain. Promise Neverland. But... No. But it was still good. Like yeah. I, like I liked watching it. Like it kept me engaged, and like I cared emotionally about all of the characters. Mm-hmm. And let me ask you, what's the name of the girl? I forgot her name. Uh, Emma? Yeah. Did Emma s- seem too optimistic for the majority of the show? I mean, yeah, but I think that was like on purpose thing. Like, even the other characters are like, you're too optimistic. I'm like, but even beyond that, like, unbelievably so. Did you ever not believe her? I think she's supposed to be like a rep- representation of like childlike innocence and optimism. My first thought was can't relate. Um, that's this true. That's fair. That's fair. And and then you have like Ray and Norman to set yeah. that off. So I think it works. Chaotic. Um, true good. Chaotic. Like, as some people, like, Ray... And neutral good. In the face of overwhelming odds, get, like, cynical. But I think other people, it's hard for them to 
like suddenly switch their personality to be, especially for children, to suddenly be realistic. So I think part of her holding on to that optimism was like her holding on to hope. Yeah. I guess I saw the way she's written, I think I would have believed her more if there was like a when she looked like she had given up, I was like, okay, here's a human character. Oh. Mm-hmm. Before that, when she she would get embarrassed and she wasn't always chipper and happy. She had right. like range up to a point. You know what? No, I take it back. She had great range because when she found out that Ray had known the entire time and she looked at him, she mm-hmm. was like, you've known, you poor thing. Mm-hmm. that was a moment where I was like oh there she is there's a a fully fleshed out character who's self-aware but chooses hope and I think yeah you're right no but then we also see her like struggle more with like keeping the secret at first like compared to Norman like she was having difficulty like keeping a straight face or pretending to act normal and Norman right. kind of had to remind her to be like oh you gotta keep up being yourself you're right you're right yeah okay so <laughs> who do but you... I mean part of the appeal of anime I think is always having like a, a sort of her goodness is like her overwhelming optimism is kind of like an anime protagonist mm, okay that makes sense Cast yourself. Or tag yourself. Cast yourself. Tag yourself. Right. <laughs> like, the way you look at me, like, obviously. I just wanted you to say it. Just wanted yeah. you to say it. Yeah. Like, I don't think like I would be as, like, smart, but, like, the, the vibes. The vibes. Definitely the vibes. I think you would be that smart if you had to be. Like, because that's a different level of cunning. And remember, you remember right. everything. And it was his mom. It was his mom. Oh my gosh. You think he was humming that song just to fuck with her? After a while? Yeah. The first time? No. I don't think... Because if she didn't know that it was him, like a random kid just Mm. showed up a year after you got there. Because they give them back over... She knew that it was him. She knew that not that was he, her son, right? Not until the song. Really? Yeah, not until she he started humming. Uh-huh. So while like up until however long it was until he started humming, she was like, "This is just another kid," because they uh-huh. come and go. I thought that she knew, but I could be wrong. I I might have missed that. Because. She was walking along the wall. Mm-hmm. He was humming, and her face was like, "Where the hell did you learn that fucking song?" She, then he asked, "Why did you have me?" Mm-hmm. And then she like clutched her stomach, and she was like, "Oh fuck, that's mine." Mm-hmm. And then she accepted it. That's just the year was twenty forty five too. That fucked with me. They kept saying 2015. Yeah, the calendar said 2045. 
Mm-hmm. Why did they say 2015 then? I feel like that's when the world was oh. either invaded by aliens from above or like underground. Oh, yeah. And they might have been giving them like outdated mm-hmm. books and stuff. Yeah. Emma better have that book that Norman gave her. Mm-hmm. No, that Ray gave her. They cut off their ears. Ears. Oh, yeah. I, I really thought he died in that fire. I did too. My mom came downstairs when I was watching that part. Mm. And I said bad words. And I was aiming it toward the bathroom where you were. Oh. So, like, I can't believe you did this to me. <laughs> How dare you? Again. First Norman, now Ray. And then he was just standing there with a bandage over his ear. And then I was like, you yeah, fucking <laughs> I can't believe you. I got upset. My mom was just like, um, I'm going to go. Because obviously. You you're know. experiencing something. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad he's alive. Yeah. But that whole part. And then for there to be a letter. Norman was like, yeah, his plan um, is to just, you know, yeah. poof. Six years. I won't get over that. He was like, the, the knowledge is too much. And then he was like, yeah, I, I just like deserve to burn up for letting everybody else go and mm. not doing it. Yeah, that's really sad. It was. And Phil, they left Phil behind. Phil's gonna be okay. Phil is smart. He's four. <laughs> Which is why he's gonna be okay. That's the that's the cool part. Phil is cute though. Good huge little head. He's big. Yeah. Phil came around every corner. What you doing? <laughs> he was like, Oh, okay. No, you're not, you lying bitch. <laughs> you could see in his eyes. He was like, Mm-hmm, y'all are crazy. Don't know what's happening, but something is. I think the part that makes me sad is that it's like, even though it's like an unrealistic dystopian anime, mm-hmm. I guess like the exploitation child part is not really that unrealistic. Oh, definitely. Yeah, so it felt like more. And even like the Stockholm Syndrome women. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the entire cycle. Like how they grow up and then they become like part of the oppressor. It's super allegorical to... Child trafficking. Yeah. Which is why they said human trafficking. Right. And I was like, ooh, that was creepy. Like it gave me, like I got cold for a second. I was like, shit. But, like, but even these children like grow up happy in a sense. Because like they Mm -hmm. don't experience anything pain until the end and then it's only for like a brief moment yeah then they're dead yeah but the fear yeah and it makes sense that fear would taint the brain because all the cortisol that rushes mm-hmm. through it probably makes it taste sour i don't know why i'm thinking Interesting. it probably it's probably bitter rather than sour because i feel like all the other happy hormones and you got to get the brain before it gets like drenched in hormonals hormonals hormones lexi anyways
squirrel. Don't remember my point. Um, child trafficking. Child trafficking. Yes, and like, because they 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 will use other women to capture other women. Yeah. And then the children are in the like that cycle of things. Yeah, it's super super sad. The growing up happy part that was the thing. I think it's yeah. the obliviousness, not even the happiness. It's the mm-hmm. the belief that whoever is taking care of you is doing better by you than anyone else could. Because mm-hmm. the same thing happens to like abused women. It's just like, well, he loves me. Mm-hmm. Or, well, my dad just gets angry sometimes. Or my mom just has a drinking problem. Uh-huh. It's not her fault type of thing. I see that. But I think the thing that it's like, it's like a fake dystopian world, but even in this dystopian world, the children are better taken care of for the most part than children in child trafficking systems. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So that's like, sad. It is. It also lulls you. Like, you're like... When Ray was like, hey, you can leave the kids. I was like, yeah, they'll never know. Get out, start another community, go back, save somebody in 10 years. She's like, no, we have to save everyone now. I'm like, that's not a long-term plan, baby girl. You should, you still have ovaries. I know that sounded awful, but like you can have, (laughs) you can have two husbands and a diverse population of children. biologically speaking they cannot sleep with each other because they will be uh, brothers and sisters but 10 years from now your family can go save another family (laughs) and then you start a whole community and then fight all the demons like build a war have a plan think about generations but that's me in my mind it was just yeah Still mad at Norman. And his eyes. Norman looks so tired all the time. He's like, I stay up all night thinking <laughs> about this shit. Sigh. Oh, he looks perpetually sad and stressed. He does. That moment when Emma was like, I'm just gonna zap your ear now and you can run. And she was gonna slam her foot down. <laughs> she, He really just like jugged her straight mm. to the floor. <laughs> she said, ow. <laughs> And Phil is like, you pushed Emma. <laughs> what the fuck's going on? Right? Uh, but yes, very good anime. What anime should we talk about next week? Here we are, Yes, let's talk about something happy. Yes, a happy one. Let's talk about the gays. Yeah. Well, we can talk about being gay. Not that anyone here... <laughs> Finish the sentence, Lexi. Not that anyone here is gay. Mm -hmm. Ooh, ouch. I can't even say ouch. Deanna called me the straight one and I got so straight one in quotes. I I didn't see the quotes. I just (laughs) saw my phone and I was like, that's rude. Why am I? I shouldn't be offended if it's true. I was talking to a friend last night, and we were just like, you know, it straight just doesn't seem plausible, you know? 
Like, I'm not saying that there's any other label for it yet. But straight just doesn't seem to be it. It's not the trend. Hey, I'm too cool to be straight. I mean, look at me. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love you, Anne. You're so supportive. Yay, episode one. Yay. We did so well. This has been the Wanton Whiskey Podcast. We're going to need another bottle for the shit.